Hello and welcome back to the Spectrum Health Lakeland Emergency Medicine Podcast. We took a little hiatus for the winter break, but we're back at it today. I'd like to welcome Dr. Elise Greenberg, one of our third year residents, as well as my co-host, Dr. Brandon Bowden, who is one of our third year residents as well. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. I'm happy to be here. How are you doing today? I am phenomenal. We had a great lecture series this morning as we're back in person and hopefully it was enjoyable for all the residents. Dr. Bowden, how are you doing today? I'm doing really well, thanks. Happy to be back. Looking forward to talking about the administrative track and getting back to podcasting. Yeah, it is great to be back in person and be able to podcast and see all of the residents. So Elise has been gracious enough to join us today to talk about the administrative track, but I wanna start with a little bit about yourself. Elise, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Absolutely, I am a from the Midwest, born and raised uh, with little forays in Boston as well as Minnesota. I went to undergrad at St. Olaf College where I majored in biology. I took some time off to scribe with Scribe America and became one of their project leaders, which is how I first got interested in administrative work because that was a majority of my job. I created curriculum and really enjoyed setting up new processes. However, I loved patient contact and decided to go to med school where I went going to marry in Indianapolis and came here for residency. Elise, you sort of mentioned you went to Marion. You and I were classmates at Marion, graduated the same year. Now we're here doing residency together, which is awesome. So can you tell us and tell the listeners a little bit about why you chose Lakeland? What was it that drew you to this program? So it's interesting that you ask. When I went into the match, what I thought I wanted I thought I wanted a big academic program with all of these shiny things. However, I came and auditioned here and I loved, first and foremost, I loved all of the residents. I loved the faculty. I felt like family the whole time I was here, which has continued while I've been here as a resident. And with the patients here also incredibly diverse, even though we are a bit isolated in a smaller town. We also are an unopposed EM program, so we get to do all the procedures and also kind of make residency what you want, meaning like you can do these tracks, like the administrative track, and you can also follow your interest in other forays of medicine, and the faculty give you the support to do that, which is phenomenal. So I do appreciate the kind words about our program. I think we've really tried to attract residents here that want to focus on community, but also progressing their career, both professionally and personally. Which leads me into the next question, Uh, Elise. You are the current administrative track resident. I'd like you to tell us a little bit about the track itself, and does it add any additional training or time to your residency duties? So two of our faculty, our core faculty, are the heads of this, Dr. Hamill, who is the medical director for the ER at Niles, and Dr. Nolan, who is the medical director here in St. Joe, in addition to his chief medical information officer duties um, that he also does in his little spare time that he has. When I first joined the track, uh, Dr. Nolan looked at me and goes, you can create this what you want it, meaning I'm going to get some exposure to the whole facet of administration, like how to like learn how to run meetings, learn how to make presentations, learn how to, you know, make a committee, start a project, QI project from scratch and keep going forward. But there was no set aspect of medicine that I had to stick to. 
So I have been free to pursue all of my interests in the administrative era that I wanted to do. For example, I am big into serving underserved populations, which in our area is pediatrics. We have we get great pediatric care. However, a lot of my time here, we've been updating the ER algorithms to the most recent standard of care for pediatric patients in areas like asthma um, and other respiratory complaints, which I have really loved doing. Another thing I've been doing is also working with what our ED overuse committee, which helps treat disadvantaged patients and get them hooked up to local housing, um, primary care physicians, insurance, and things like that. So I get a lot of on-the-job training, per se, in those facets, and then I'm learning how to create the project, I'm learning how to follow up, I'm learning how to lead meetings, learning how to lead projects and delegate and follow up. So it's been a really great experience. That's awesome to hear. And I just want to touch on the excellent asthma lecture you had this morning in didactics. I'm sure helped with that algorithm. Yes, that was given by myself, but I think I did a hell of a job with that. Also, I guess just add to um, your administrative track, what additional time does it add to your residency duties? There is no increase in residency length. However, I do probably an extra five hours a week in between committees, emails, um, catching up on protocols and things like that. Do you feel that additional five hours is overwhelming to the addition of your residency training? I do not feel overwhelmed in that regard. I think we do a really great job of protecting the residents' time. So once they're home, they're home and free to do with it what they like. I mean, we always have to study In fact, we have our in-service exam coming up in four weeks, so I better get going on that. But they don't limit us with our time off, and I feel like I have the leeway to do what I want to do. And ultimately, with this administrative track role, what is your ideal job in the future as you are starting to look at potentials out there? That's a very great question, and something that I've been discussing with my husband, as well as residency mentors that I've had. Uh, As part of this program, I've done the EMRA Leadership Academy, which has not only been great for networking, but really good about leadership development, which we do a great job here at Lakeland, but it's been another added tool to my tool belt. And through that, I've discovered I am interested in EM medical director roles or heading up social EM programs wherever I go. We just don't know where I'm going yet. And that's all right. So you'll figure that out as time goes on. It is a process when you're starting to look at uh, jobs and what your future career goals are. So that is hopefully the next step for you and we continue to provide that. So Elise, that's really awesome to hear about all that. Um, I think a lot of the stuff that you do, that Dr. Nolan does, that Dr. Hamill does, uh, kind of behind the scenes, really helps to support what we do in our clinical and patient care in the emergency department. Uh, I think that a lot of us sort of don't realize to some degree how much work you guys put in behind the scenes, Um, whether it's developing protocols or working with the uh, LIDO committee, the overuse committee. Those things are all, I think, hugely impactful at our facility and and impact our patient care on a daily basis. So I appreciate you kind of talk a little bit more about that. And I want to let you know that I think all of us appreciate all the work that the three of you guys do. Uh, We feel 
like you guys have our back and you know you're doing the things that are best for our patients but also to sort of help us take care of our patients other than kind of talking about the track can you let us know about any exciting ongoing projects or anything that's been talked about to be in the works? And thank you for those very kind words. Uh, the, I mentioned one project earlier, it's our pediatric asthma protocol. This is gonna sound really nerdy, but I'm very excited about how this project is going to go. There has been new research out that shows albuterol MDIs can be just as effective as treating mild asthma attacks as nebulizers. So we have created a protocol that is in alignment with places like CHOP, our sister hospital Spectrum Health, Helen DeVos in Grand Rapids, the big children's hospitals out on the West Coast that not only uses the MDIs and steroids and other NEBs, but it has decreased the amount of admissions that we've done so far and increased our safe discharges for people who are going home. Awesome, Elise. Yeah, I, I know. Uh, I've heard and seen a little bit about the pediatric asthma protocol, and I think that's something that's going to be hugely beneficial to our patients and something that's, you know, overall a good thing for our community. You know, another thing that we had kind of touched on was the Lido Committee or the uh, ED Overuse Committee. Can you touch on what that is just a little bit and kind of what that means and what, what you do? in terms of serving on that committee? Absolutely. It was actually one of the first committees I joined when I came to Lakeland because I'm so passionate about its mission. I have to shout out our former chiefs, Dr. Brandon Rowe and Dr. Maddie Massa, who created this committee several years ago. The focus of the committee is to identify patients who use the ED often and how we can help with the social aspects that may be contributing to their care as well as get them in touch with their primary care physician and keep them out of the ER. With the help of residents, we identify patients that fit the criteria for this committee. We then take it up as a multidisciplinary group with social work and care managers and figure out how we can best help this patient. There have been several where we've decreased ER visits for them as well as increased their quality as well as access to care, which has been absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, and that's a big project that we really utilize here in our department. Overutilization is a problem across the country, but we want to make sure patients are getting the appropriate care and follow-up. And by initiating this process and getting care management involved, it has helped our patients tremendously. So I want to end with that, and I want to thank Dr. Greenberg. Elise, thank you so much for coming today and chatting with us about the administrative track. Thank you for having me. It was a lot of fun. And Dr. Bowden, Brandon, I appreciate you helping me out with these podcasts. It's usually important for what we do with the residency to involve one of our medical education track uh, residents with this project. So thank you again, Dr. Bowden. My pleasure, Dr. Trigger. Happy to be here. All right, guys, that'll end it for today. Thank you once again for joining us on our podcast. We are the Spectrum Health Lakeland Emergency Medicine Residency, where we are a community-based program focusing on training excellent residents to care for anyone, anywhere, at any time. Our goal is to provide excellent community emergency medicine and training here in Southwest Michigan. Thanks. We'll talk to you guys soon.